0: Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Von Matthews, the founder and chief resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. Today, I'm excited to bring another amazing guest to the podcast. His name is Peter Steinfeld with Alert Media, he's the SVP of Safety Solutions and Sales. So today we're going to be talking a lot with Peter and sharing some new things that they have coming up. So let's jump right in and meet our guest, Peter. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it.
0: Um, Can you start by telling our listeners a little bit more about yourself and really how you got into this space of crisis, risk, continuity, emergency management, resilience, whatever we want to call it today?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So I've been involved in technology sales in one form or another since the early 90s. And as it relates to disaster recovery and business continuity specifically, I officially got involved back in 2001. And really over the years, I've experienced, I would say, countless emergencies and critical incidents, ranging from, I mean, everything from hurricanes and wildfires to terrorist attacks and active shooter situations and just so many things in between. Now, some of them have been through direct involvement. I can tell you stories there. Uh, But a lot of them are through the eyes of my clients who I was supporting as a critical vendor my primary focus has been on the emergency communication side of things and i'm really passionate about it and i would say the reason why is that nothing ever goes 100 percent according to plan during an emergency which makes communication so vital you have to be able to observe the situation as it's unfolding because it's not going according to plan you have to be able to then call audibles and then quickly communicate those audibles in a targeted fashion to the right people at the right time And I always say, and I end my podcast like this, if you can't communicate, you can't recover, or at least not very well.
0: Ooh, if you can't communicate, you can't recover. Okay, so we're going to put that on Twitter, and we're going to tag Peter. That's a great quote. So I totally agree with you on the communication. Um, I was in what I call the perfect storm, which was a tornado that I was in. And in that situation, the local community did not have any sirens. There were no communications. There was nothing. So something traumatic happened, but no one communicated with us in real time. And we didn't know what was going on, where to go. It was chaos. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it it creates absolute confusion because nothing's going according to plan for you or for anybody else. And everyone's running around going, what's happening? So you've got tremendous confusion And that's what communication can do is it can dramatically reduce the confusion. And it helps you if you're, let's say, the head of an organization, it helps you control the narrative of the situation because 30, 40 years ago before we had social media and things like that, there was really no way to control that confusion very easily. But now people just immediately rush out to social media and the grapevine, the proverbial grapevine spreads like wildfire and, If you're not controlling the narrative, people will run out and use these tools they have and try to do it themselves, and then rumors spread, and it can get even worse.
0: Absolutely. So it sounds like you're pretty passionate about communications and making an assumption here, you can help to validate that. It sounds like alert media, that's where you really find that alignment, because that's what they do.
1: That's exactly right. You know, ultimately, at Alert Media, we help organizations keep their employees safe and informed, if you really had to sum it up. But we do it by blending two, what I believe to be our very vital functions. The first is mass notification. So we we provide a very easy to use, it's super intuitive, cloud-based, two-way, multi-channel mass notification software. And our clients use it to communicate with employees or any key constituents really during emergencies and critical situations to help disseminate information, coordinate response. And like I said before, just generally better control the narrative of what's happening. But the second piece that I think is really important is threat intelligence. So integrated into our software is a robust threat analysis and warning system. And what it does essentially is keep an eye on the world around your people and locations. And then it can automatically let your admins or even your employees themselves know when they might be in harm's way. So we do real-time calculations to let you know if you're going to be impacted by things like inclement weather, active shooter situation, wildfires, protests, you know, air and seaport closures, There's, I mean, the list is endless. It goes on and on. But really, to sum it up, mass notification and threat intelligence are both valuable to any organization just on their own, but they're exponentially more valuable when combined. And that's what we bring to the market.
0: Absolutely. You know, and just to give our podcasters some perspective, right? Um, I think it's important for us to always understand how to apply these things. So, Today, when Peter and I are speaking, um, we're about two days post-election in 2020. And um, many of our customers have a national and a global footprint. And a lot of the things that Peter is talking about are the things that we have to do for our customers. And that is to help them be able to see so they can solve, right? So where are the risks? How do we communicate those threats? What are the indicators that tell us that there could be potential protests and civil unrest within their communities based upon the results of the election to then give their leadership team an opportunity to think through how they want to protect their people. This is what we do in the field of emergency management. And these are the, the types of tools that we also bring to the table to ensure that um, customers all over the world have the opportunity to be effective. So this is really something that that you can apply at any company. So I'm excited to chat about this today. So you mentioned a little bit earlier about a podcast. Tell us about the podcast and why you decided to launch it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's called the Employee Safety Podcast. We are super excited about it. And the reason why is we strongly believe that community is a really crucial part of the overall safety, recovery, and business continuity world. And that's what we're trying to do. We're seeking to build a community specifically focused on what organizations can do to keep their people safe. Now, why do we decide to launch it? Well, I think that what you learn when a disaster strikes is that fundamentally, nothing really matters more than your people. I mean, without people doing their jobs, all your buildings, your business, your cash flow, whatever those things are, none of them really matter because it takes people to make the organization work and make all those other things matter. So that being said, it's really critical to ensure that people are safe and they feel safe when they're doing their jobs. There's all the obvious stuff, which is a workplace with fewer accidents is more productive than one with many accidents. Uh, But then there's the not so obvious stuff, which is that people can't really reach optimal performance until they feel their safety and security needs are met. That's a little Maslow's hierarchy of needs there, so our goal is to basically share and spread ideas that improve employee safety everywhere. It's not only good for the employee but it's good for business
0: you're absolutely right um, you know and, and it's interesting thinking about a safety culture too. We were doing some work with the school system recently, and a couple questions were, how do you know if you have a safety culture? How do you embed these principles into the workforce and to ensure that everybody is driven along the same path and the same goals? So I'm excited that you guys are um, focusing specifically on the safety element for the workforce.
1: Yeah. And there's just like you said, embedding it in the culture is so important and there's little things that you can do. And that's kind of the tips and tricks you'll find by listening to this podcast it's things like, uh, and I don't create anything new. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I share what people tell me and what I've seen other people do over the years. But it's little things like in your parking lot, don't allow people to pull into a parking space, have them back in instead. Mm-hmm. Statistically speaking, you're much less likely to get in an accident as you're backing out of your parking space, you know, or if you're pulling out instead of backing out. But then just that that motion of making your brain stop for a second and think, okay, why am I backing into my space? Oh, it's because my employer told me it's safer to do that. What else can I do to increase safety in my organization, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you embed safety in your culture, doing little things like that.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and the reminders, right? Because I think we often take for granted because we're in the profession, you know, we think that everybody thinks like us and they don't. Right. And so I think those, those reminders are really critical.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny when when you focus on something day in and day out, you think everyone else thinks the same way as you. And that <laughs> could not be further from the truth.
0: <laughs> so you talked a little bit about what our listeners can expect to hear when they listen to the Employee Safety Podcast. When will it be available? Where can they get it?
1: It's already available. We've got uh, several episodes out there already. We've got a lot more already planned for release plan to release one episode a week and really just pull up your favorite podcast player app and then search for The Employee Safety Podcast. We're on all the major platforms. And if anyone has questions, they'd like to appear as a guest, we're absolutely soliciting that. If you want to appear as a guest on the show, or if you think of someone that might be a great guest or a great topic, any of that, or you just want to connect with me, whatever, send me an email. So my email is p steinfeld. So P, my first initial P for Peter, and then Steinfeld. S-T-E-I-N-F-E-L-D, at alertmedia.com, Steinfeld at alertmedia.com. You can search on LinkedIn, search for Peter Steinfeld and Alert Media, you'll find me. Or you can just visit the alertmedia.com website and go on the chat and say, hey, can you connect me with Peter? And whoever's manning the station will connect me over.
0: Peter, thank you very much for joining us today on the Business Resilience Decoded podcast in partnership with the Disaster Recovery Journal and as follows Advisors. To our podcasters, subscribe, share, download, and look out for future episodes.